recording. Booyah! And we're back with, apparently, I can't believe this myself, I can't believe I'm doing this interview, but, you know, desperate times call for desperate interviews. KJ. Hey, it's good to be on the show. Um, I'm a I'm a professional actor, and I, I you're teach a professional actor. Yeah, I I'm dubious already. I mean, how long does it take to become a dubious um, professional actor? Full disclosure, uh, about two weeks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, like, you teach people. I mean, people can go to this establishment. And throw axes. I don't know why people would want to throw axes or what they're throwing the axes at. Talk me through this. Explain this whole concept to me. Oh, there's a variety of reasons why people would go to axe throwing. We have, um, like, one of the classic ones is a date night. It's a really good date night. Um, you get to talk. For who? Uh, for, like, couples. Like, first. Let's it's throw like really some axes. Yeah. Hmm. Like me personally, if I'd if I do um, a movie, dinner in a movie, dinner in a movie, nah, a movie's a little too, uh, a little too awkward. You know, you just sit in silence for an oh, hour. Perfect, love that. What if you guys don't like each other for like the well, whole you hour? Sit in silence. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna take some notes on that one. Um, another really good reason is uh, corporate re- corporate groups. We get some team building exercises in from some pretty big companies, and we. Uh, you know, we get we get people talking, we get people um Where doing is the mate this thing. X throwing establishment? It's on Galatos Street, just off of K Road. Oh yeah, go down um East Street and then yep, Galatos. That's that street's actually getting quite um popular now. There's a new op shop down there too, I think. Yeah, I believe it's called Recircle, just mm, across I've the road heard, from I us. haven't been there myself, but I hear that it's a really good little op shop, so if you wanna give us some feedback from that listeners, we'd love to hear what's going on. Um, but in the meantime, axe throwing, it's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. And How big are these axes? These axes, um, we've got some... Can I bring the own axe? Yes, you can. And it'll be, it'll be all easy. Um, we'll, we can even sharpen it up for you if it's blunt. Nice. They welcome throwing ninja stars? Ninja stars, definitely bring those in. Um, you can bring your knives in if you've got some ni- um, throwing knives. I've had someone bring in batarangs one time. Um, they're pretty difficult to throw. What are they? Batarangs. Like, batarangs? Yeah, like... Oh, Batman things. Yeah, Batman throwing stars. You know, Batman's not real. But have you ever seen Batman and me in the same room? True. True, you make a strong argument there. <laughs> <coughs> so how much does it, is it going to cost me? To, like, what am I lining up for? I go to Galatoire Street, I find X throwing... Is that... What are you called? Uh, we're called Sweet X throwing. Sweet axe throwing. There you go, straight forward. Galatos Street. And I'm like at the door and I'm like, I'm here to throw some axes. $55 per person. $55. Do you get a blowjob with that? No, but you get you get some uh, really nice charismatic banter from me. Mm, I am, once again, I am dubious. So how, what's the whole training process involved? It's, I mean... I mean, how long does it take to learn to throw an axe? When I teach people how to throw, um, I give them on average five throws with the uh, two-hand technique and five throws with the one-hand technique. Mm. Sometimes a little bit more depending on how um, difficult they are to, like, 
Are these, the are these like competition grade axes or are these just like from the local hardware store? We've got some competition grade axes and we've also got some um, $15 bunning axes. Um, they're called the Job Mates. They, they're perfectly acceptable for the World Axe Throwing and, League. And in what situation is axe throwing going to be of any benefit to me? It's easier to become a professional axe thrower than it is well, to become a professional all black. Well, there's a reason for that. We respect the All Blacks. Do you know what I mean? It's like coming along, pay $55 to throw a fucking axe. I mean, have you been on K-Road long? People do it in the street anyway. Yeah, but that's that's what we call axe catching. That's a, it's a completely different right. um, ball what game. Are, what, what, are you, what are you going to look for in a like, good axe-throwing axe? Did Nike make them? No. Um, we've Do got you wear some. special shoes? Um, I I don't. Per- oh, I personally wear Vans Authentics. They feel really nice and flat. Well, that doesn't sound very it. safe. I mean, what if you drop the axe? You might cut your foot. Uh, <coughs> just don't drop the axe. I'm I'm really careful oh, with okay. it. Is that, that in the manual? Is it don't drop the axe? Oh, it, it isn't in the manual. But we if we, we tell people if you drop the axe, just step away from it. Don't don't be a hero. Right. I haven't had any injuries. I actually have had one injury at um, work, but that was due to um, negligence. One of the um, customers, he put his hand on the blade after I told him not to put your hand on the blade. They're quite sharp then. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, what are you throwing them into? Logs of water or something? We've got um, some pine targets that we've chopped into uh, into some planks, and we put five... Um, five planks up next to each other, spray paint a bullseye on top of it. Mm. And so there's got a point system. Rings. Yep. We've, we've just introduced a new point system, actually. Have you thought about installing watermelons? Watermelons? Yeah, you put the watermelons mm. up there. They look great when you smash them open. And a bit just, you paint a little face on it. You can even put a little, uh, print out a picture of someone's face, too. <laughs> yeah, bring your own picture. Throw it up on all, like, I mean, how, how many people do you cater for at a time? I, I'm assuming this is an alcohol and drug-free venue because, I mean, I can't imagine having a couple of cocktails here. Yeah, I can throw an X. We cater from anywhere from, like, one to even 100 people. We've had a 100-person session in, at some point. Um, the drug and alcohol um, rules, we used to have, no uh, like, a zero-tolerance rule, but now we have... Um, a two two drink rule. You can come in, have two drinks, and on your third drink, we are. And you're um, cut serving you these drinks. Oh, not me yet. I haven't got my liquor license, but one day I'll get there's my liquor license. There's a bar there. There's a bar. You can go have a couple of drinks, and start heaving, throwing axes around. Yes, sir. The bar's right next to This sounds fucking insane. <laughs> but we like, you got to be a little insane to have fun, right? No. Read a book. Watch a movie. I do read books. Go out for dinner with somebody. Start a podcast. <laughs> Honestly, I just think it's just totally ridiculous. That hurts my feelings. Oh, man, my life passion. You show access for a living. You don't have feelings. Yes, I this do. I'm a soft boy. I mean, how much do you uh, can possibly earn throwing access for a living? Uh, at some point, I was getting paid just a little bit more than the firefighters. Well, yeah. that's sad. I know, like, what a dystopian thought. Like, I get paid more than firefighters, and all I do and, is teach people how to throw axes. You know, the other week, I was, like, listening to the DJ across the road, and it's like, you know how DJs buy records, right? 
Yeah. They're DJ records. But they're designed to be sampled. They're designed, you know, you choose little bits and pieces and you mix your own stuff in it, add a drum beat. This clown just put the loop check on. It's like <laughs> 30 minutes of this repetitive four-beat drum and bass. And, it's, and then... You know, and then once that's finished, he presses another button and another album starts playing. Not even a decent album. And I'm thinking, this clown is getting $100 an hour to press a fucking button. At least throwing an axe is more um, complicated, I suppose. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, if, I, if I had that guy as my DJ, I would definitely say something right away. Like, I would just call him out. Go to the manager too. Like yeah. I'm not a Karen, but I'll definitely do that at that time. People really don't like winches, eh? Don't like what? Don't like problem makers. Don't like to be pointed out when things are shit. It never feels nice, but sometimes you got to do it. People need to be told when they're shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, for years I struggled with with my journalism, and I didn't know what I was doing right or what I was doing wrong. And it would have been really helpful if somebody had said, Six, you're a bit shit." You need to learn some new skills. You know, and it's like, we're all so busy being afraid of failing that we, we fail to succeed because failure is a part of the process. Those I mean, are some wise words. I mean, how many times have you dropped an axe or missed the target? But I'm sure the more you do it, you've heard a dance, right? I mean, it's a lot more, co- I mean, you, uh, anyway. Um, you know, it's, it's like success takes time. But that's all it takes. Success takes time and perseverance. And if you're willing to do the, the work and you're willing to apply yourself, you know, eventually you must succeed. Either that or you run out of time. But, I mean, you look at the amount of decades that, like, get ahead in life just because they persevere. Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are some like wise words. I'm taking the, I'm taking that to heart. It's all about trying and trying again. Like even even 2 weeks ago I dropped an axe in front of some customers and like months ago I would have freaked out about that because like it just feels weird messing up in front of customers, but I just yeah. turned around and looked at them dead in the eyes and said I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I did that on purpose, actually. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I think people appreciate honesty too. You know, it's so frustrating when you kind of call somebody out, and instead of saying, "Yeah, I fucked up. I'm sorry," they try to defend their failure, and it's like just accept that you failed. It's not a big deal, but we'd like it's like we live in fear that's you know success is good. And failure is bad, but you know, you can't have success without failure. You're right about that. Mm. And you know, sometimes success doesn't even look like what you imagined it would look like. Sometimes it's, you know, a shitty little studio in the food court with egg cartons on the wall. I'll admit, <laughs> when I saw this place, I was buzzing out like, no, no way I'm here. I didn't even know this thing was here. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're slowly trying to make it more soundproof, but we do run on the smell of, like, you know, me. Um, 
so if you do, just a shout out to our supporters. Thanks, um, Saloon Bar. Thank you to the White Lady. Thank you to the Cairo Business Association. Thank you to Lifewise Trust, the Baptist Church. Sorry, the Methodist Church. Not nothing against you, Baptist, but you know you can you can sponsor us too. Um, but you know there is a cost to production, and if you do like what we're doing. Please sign up at Patreon forward slash Cairo Chronicle. As little as a couple of dollars a month makes a big difference. Um, buymeacoffee.com, which enables you to make a small micropayment. Um, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Cairo Chronicle. And um, the first 50 subscribers will get a free extra. Yep, I, I, can, I can vouch for that. I'll, really? I'll, I'll, make, I'll make it happen. Wow, <laughs> this is I this is news to me, there. but I, I'm, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I, th- I expect you go. What? Hey, look, KJ, it's been an absolute blast having you on the show, and um, I do want to thank you time, for your time because it's not every day I get to take the piss out of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry, it happens to me every day. No, I wish you well with your um, professional acting, and I'm sure it'll be an Olympic sport sometime soon. I, I wish, man. Like, I even think skateboarding should be an, Olymp- an Olympic sport. I, I agree with you there. Like, e- e- you know, e- Tony, Hawk, a- Tony Hawk can fucking fly, man. What's going Not on? Not anymore. He's old as fuck. I know. But I, you know, it's, I think skating Tony Hawk is sort of a big day out one year. It's just those, those top level guys, it's like, how does that fucking board stick to your feet? Tony Hawk, more like Tony, my hip. My hip. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> You're talking about my hero. Hey, He's look, my K- hero too. I can I can say whatever I want about him. <laughs> KJ, absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming on board. Too much. You're too kind. Too kind. I'll Thank see you. you all on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>Hey, welcome back to part two, because if KJ wasn't boring enough, we now have learnt pretty much everything there is to possibly know about throwing an axe. Basi- Not everything. <laughs> basically, it involves throwing an axe. Consider yourself qualified. Thank you. For part two of this podcast, I've got my very special friend... Sean, are we calling you Sean? Are we okay with that? Yeah. Now, Sean is a man whore. Mm-hmm. He, he's, 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 he, what are you, Sean? Tell an me. escort. An escort. Male escort. Male escort. And what does that involve? Taking people to fancy dinners? Ta- uh, yeah, fancy dinners, uh, spending nights with people, sexual fun. Um, could even just be sitting there talking to someone. Mm. You got a variety of different things, and you get paid for it. Yeah. Is there a big demand? Is it a big market? Yes and no. Yeah. S- some places around Auckland, yes. Some places, no. Right. So where do you meet your clients? Uh, it's Gordify, Grinder, some of those type of apps. So if somebody's out there and they think, hey, this guy sounds a bit sexy and they want to get in touch with you do you want to like let them know where they can touch base yeah well half it easier just going off you know, social media or one of the apps until i've talked to you then you most likely end up with my fucking phone number yeah right what are the pitfalls i mean like how did you get involved with this industry 
Me, I used to do it when I was younger, both me and my sister. She kept doing it. Mm. And then I just got back into doing it. How, got, how old are you? I'll be 25 in April. Nice. And I've been doing escorting since I was about 15. And what, what's the best money you've ever had? In one night, I made three and a half grand. Wow, that's a lot of money. And all I was sitting, I sat there for two hours talking to this guy. That's cool. Is it like is that like one of the common um, misconceptions? Is that it's all about sex? Yes, everyone does think escorting is just about sex. The amount of people I've had to to explain to you online what it actually is. Yeah. Because I have some people ask me, so you're an escort? Do you, will you do it for free? I turn around and say, get stuffed. Well, what is the kind of average kind of cost? All depends on what they want, because sometimes, and it's different people too, I've got, just for doing everything, sexual and non-sexual, I've been handed a grand, sometimes I get 600. It just mm. depends on the person themselves, but I won't... I'm, I won't go too low. If they offer me something stupid, I'll just say, nah. Yeah. Wait until you've got the money, otherwise, buy. Get the money first. Yeah. Because yeah. you get people, you have to also be careful since you get those old creepy ones. Mm. What? Only there to try to rip you off and use and abuse you, mm. then beat you out. So you want to make sure you have paid up front mm. before you start anything. So, like, I guess that's a lesson for young players is make sure everybody knows what's on the table before you before you do anything yeah because yeah? yeah. I mean this I mean there's a lot of more polyamorous people out there and there's a lot of people like exploring their sexuality and I'm sorry I think I might have even started this whole trend but um yeah honestly I mean you're putting yourself in some danger I mean first of all you're making yourself vulnerable yeah, and, and then you're putting yourself in a vulnerable situation. How do you make sure you look after yourself? I, uh, as I said, I'm a young person with an old soul, so I'm real old school. I always have shit on me for protection. When I get to the ad- address, without them knowing, I'll send it to my sister, right, or a photo of where I am. Yeah, and usually. I shouldn't say this, but usually I have a small knife or something just for the worst comes to worst. Open a letter? Yeah, I say it's to open a letter, but <laughs> worst comes to worst, it's protection. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, have you actually got in that situation where you had to use a knife on somebody? No, because most of the time I'll just try talk and then wait for them. If they throw the first punch, I'll just go into self-defence. Mm. I don't like using weapons. I'd rather use my own body, as, but I won't do it unless it's self-defence. What's the kind of weirdest or unusual thing you've ever been asked for? Oh, gosh, there's so many different things. Like one thing I don't really get on myself with is feet, toes, yuck. But everyone just starts going on about it, on about it, and I've got given like 500 bucks just so someone can see my feet. Get out of town. <laughs> it's that. It's that's crazy. That's insane. Can you give them um, my number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got two, two feet right here. You know, like, I need that. I need that five hundred. <laughs> you know, you know the weirdest thing. I think this is po- possibly the weird. It's at least one of the top ten weirdest things I ever did. 
was there used to be this website, I don't know if it's still around, called scandals.co.nz. <laughs> and it was like a site for swingers and you know, people with low moral values. Um, anyway, I got chatting to this guy on there and he's like, can you come around? I live on you know, this apartment on this floor. He goes, I'll tape a key to the bottom, bottom of the balustrade. He goes, I want you to come in. He goes, I'll be sitting in a chair blindfolded and blow me and, you know, then go. I was like, well, make sure you leave like an ounce of weed out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I went there and, like, the guy had this massive cock, but he never saw my face. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was so erotic. But you know what would have made it better? A placebo soundtrack. Yeah. You know, sex with music, like sex without music, Boring. just doesn't work for me, eh? <laughs> Boring. Yeah. Have to have some sounds going. What's the best sex album? Oh, gosh. I need to think off the top of my head. Prince, Purple Rain, Michael Jackson's Honestly, Thriller. My personal, my personal. Moby. Purple Rain, I love. Anything by Moby. You ever done it to Deftones? Yeah, yeah, yeah Deftones. Yeah. Shout out to the Deftones. <laughs> How do you? So, it's like, okay, I'm assuming, and I'm gonna, you know, make an ass out of you and me, but I don't care. Hey, you're receiving a benefit. Yeah. At the moment. How, how do you feel about this? Like all this hype around, um, you know, we're gonna get hard on beneficiaries. How do you feel about it? Our government's fucked, so I just, even as I told Wins the other day, since they fucked me around, you're a bunch of fucking idiots. Mm. Fucking preach. Yeah. I went into Wins and just put my, you see, I'd have my clothing ground? Nah. Mm. So I just went in and fucking yelled at the cars. <laughs> yeah, generally doesn't work out well. No, but all my shit was stolen, I knew that. Yeah, and only, and the food money I had, I had to spend to buy new socks, undies, and shoes and shit. Mm. And they don't give a shit. Sad, <laughs> Our eh? country's a bit fucked. And the whole world's a bit fucked, to be honest. Yeah. And, and that's where, you know, the generosity of strangers helping a podcaster out through Patreon forward slash Cairo Chronicle for as little as a couple of dollars a month <laughs> while you drink your coffee. A modest journalist waits while you drive your children to school. An independent publisher struggles. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, sponsor us. Patreon forward slash, uh, patreon.com forward slash, Cairo Chronicle. And buy me a coffee, you can make me a mo modest donation. Thank you. And thank you to our sponsors, The White Lady, Saloon Bar, Cairo Business Association, and all the independent people that currently do chip in because there is a cost to bringing you exciting stories about axe throwing and male prostitution <laughs> I mean what does K-Road mean to you Sean? K-Road even when I was younger and I was going into the bars at the age of 15 it's like my second home where, mm. where I was able to be around the same type of people the same community as me but nowadays, the commun gay community's gone sideways, and 
There's all these other letters add to our LGBT. You may as well just Too say. Too many letters. You may as well just say the fucking alphabet. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> I, 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 prefer, like I prefer the term queer. Yeah. Because that kind of. I know a lot of people that are really welcome um, and embrace the rainbow community, that, but you wouldn't call them. Um, gay, they're just a bit weird. Yeah. Like my cousin Matthew. Shout out to Matthew. Love you, bro, cuz. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, it's a very inclusive society. It is. Very. Yeah. I've got to the stage where I'm usually not in town on the weekends or Friday, Saturday nights. It's just too much bullshit, too much drama for my liking. Yeah, I would much rather go out on a Wednesday or a Tuesday night because that's when the locals are out. Yeah, the weekends I'd rather meet up with a of my gay friends and shit and just go to someone's house yeah. and just sit there, have a wine or two or yeah. whatever you drink and enjoy it. Totally. What would you say to, like, you know, people People keep whinging on about the gentrification of Kalangahapi Road? What would you say to those? No, that's a hard one. I wouldn't really know what to say because, as I say to everyone, if you go to K Road, you're going to see a variety of everything and anything. Mm. From our street family to Ralphie people, from snobs to non-snobs, you're just going to see everything. What was your family life like? Shit. I basically brought myself up. That's why I ended up being a young soul with... A young body with an old soul. Because mm. I just always went straight around for hanging with the older people. Well, have you had the opportunity to go back and talk to your child self what would you say to yourself I'd tell myself not to do half the dumb shit I've done and not to rely on drugs and alcohol to help me through my hard time mm, I? look I want to really thank you Sean for coming on and sharing your story um, you know, I'm sure it's, it's a world that a lot of people have no understanding of um, if they want to get in touch with you, you're not terribly hard to find. You can touch base through the Chronicle. Thank you, KJ, for coming on board. It's, any final words? Yeah, um, I love you all. Um, everyone's pretty awesome. K Road is the shit. Just, just don't be a, don't be a shit here. Be a good cunt, and everything should be chilling, eh? I'll see you all on the flip side. Thank you all Thank for you. your support. We love our supporters. Make sure you get a t-shirt. You know, share, like, subscribe. Suspend. Um, $500 love you all. Oh, you're too <laughs> much. Too much. Stop it. Stop it. No, stop. Please. Please, please, no. Thank you very much.